Todd for breakfast. Tastes of the Midwest. All right, yes, yeah, so Tastes of the Midwest does return. And as always, we've got a special guest in the studio, a food producer from around the Midwest, of course. And we've got Fiona in from Block 275. How are you doing? I'm great, Todd. How are you? Doing well, thank you very much. Now, just before we got started, we were doing some taste testing. We're uh, talking cold-pressed canola oil. And um, for those who remember uh, Red Lime Jones, Robbie, who, who popped in uh, earlier on Taste of the Midwest, uh, had a little bit of that uh, granola. I'm not sure which... Um, Dukkha. Dukkha, sorry. The yep. Dukkha. Uh, the Dukkha with a canola and a bit of bread. Absolutely amazing. Now, all right, let, let's kick it off here by just uh, stating the difference here. What is the difference between cold-pressed canola oil and other oil? Right. So the canola oil that you would probably be familiar with from the supermarket shelves mm. um, is highly processed, highly refined. So they use heat and they'll use solvents and they'll bleach it and they'll deodorise it. Um, and as I like to say, they take all the fun out of it. Mm. So as you can see in the samples I've got here, it's a very, very clear, almost, yeah, there's not a lot of colour to it. No. Um, it's quite watery. Um the purpose of the way they do it that way is because they want to get the maximum oil out of the canola seed. Right. So it's all about quantity. It's commercial scale. It's all about quantity, um, whereas ours, we don't do any of that, and mm. so ours is more about the quality. Right. So let's take a step back. How the heck did you get into canola oil? So my husband and I, Liam, and our three young sons, um, we've only been farming for eight years, I think. This is our ninth crop that will go in the ground, so we're relatively wow. newcomers. Where, where did you come from? Uh, I am a farmer's daughter, right. so I'm from a farming background, and my husband is Scottish, but he's also from a farming background. Yeah. So we've been in ag our whole lives. Yeah. Um, I've worked in the industry. Liam's been in the industry. So we've we've yeah that we've been in it, but we got the opportunity to go farming in our own right about 2015, so nine years ago. Um but our farm is very small by the area standards. So mm. we're only 670 hectares, which is quite small. Um, so in order to build up our farming equipment, um, we also ag do agricultural contracting as well. But we wanted to have something that wasn't so reliant on the weather. Um, we also wanted to try, instead of being hampered by our small size, we wanted to use our small size to our advantage. Mm. So we looked at this Um Liam's got friends back in Scotland that actually do a very similar process. So we we had gone back home, we'd had a look, we were f comfortable with the setup and thought there's no one else in WA doing a retail cold-pressed canola product, let's give it a go. Mm. So that's how the idea came about. It just took a while to get it off the yeah. ground. Because you, you mentioned there's no one else in WA doing it. So what's the reason? Is it because it's an, is it an expensive, is it a timely process? Um, so I suppose you're not getting the yield, mm. um, there, it was expensive for us to set up just because we were trying to do other things. Um, it is a premium product. It's not priced where your commercial product mm. is in the supermarket. So it is definitely a premium product. Um, we have differentiated it. We don't package it like that product either. So we've gone for, as you can see by our branding, we've yeah. gone for dark colored glass, tin, there's no plastic. Um, it's all about protecting that oil, um, and just giving people it's a completely different product as yeah. you taste it. Yeah, it's, it is. Without <laughs> tasting it, um, it's probably quite hard to understand how different the product mm. is to canola oil. Um, and canola oil has, hasn't got the best of reputations. Um, it is still a good oil. It's Both of them have the lowest saturated fat of all the dietary fat. So it's mm. actually heart health-wise, cholesterol-wise, it's one of the best oils you can consume. Um, it's the processing that makes commercial canola right. oil not so well-liked. Um, whereas our product is GM-free canola from our farm. We harvest it. 
We put it through the press, we filter mm. it, we put it in a stainless steel vat and then we package it and that's all we do to it. Wow. All right. Uh, we are chatting to Fiona from uh, Block 275. We are talking cold-pressed canola oil. And uh, let me tell you, yeah, it does have to be tasted to truly be believed. And um, I know, Fiona, you mentioned, you know, when you go to the markets, you do have, you know, the the, the commercial uh, canola and you have yours sitting there side by side so people can actually see the difference because it is quite stark. And um, folks, do, do yourself a favor. Jump into the Block 275 website just so you can actually see it or get to the markets or just pick yourself up a, a bottle of it because yeah, it's absolutely astounding. So in regards to the uh, the commercial and yours, is there a difference, I suppose, in the ways that you can use it? Um, so you probably wouldn't use it with bread and dukkah. Probably not. I no. wouldn't have thought. Um, so as, <laughs> because the taste is so different, um, it's very versatile. It can be used across the board. Um, it's got a smoke point of 212 degrees, and we know that we've had it independently verified. So really good for high, end, high heat end type cooking. So mm. woks and stir fries and barbecues, um, equally as good with dukkah and bread, uh, salad dressings, everything in between. Wow. Really great for shallow, um, shallow frying. It, it, it really, it is a versatile product. Um, you, when you cook with it, you can smell the canola. So if you're not used to that, it might be a little bit like, oh, I can okay. smell it. Um, but it doesn't impart the smell or the colour onto the food, if that makes sense. So yeah. it won't turn your eggs yellow, for example. Yeah. Um, but you'll see that golden sort of taste or golden colour, I suppose you'd say, on, say, for example, um, crumb fish. Mm. So it's, yeah, it's quite a versatile product. Um, chefs will use it as a finishing oil also. Yeah. yeah. Wow, far out. All right. I'm really learning a lot here, I've got to admit, when it comes to cold-pressed uh, canola oil. So what have been the highlights, I suppose, in over the last eight, nine years? I mean, obviously, you know, it takes a lot to get a, a business up and running. Um, yeah, what have been the highlights for yourself? So I haven't been doing the oil for nine years. So mm. we've been farming for nine, mm. um, agriculture. Um, we launched the oil in October 2020. So only, oh, wow. yes, yeah, so two and a bit years. Um, the highlights of the oil... Uh, so we've got a couple of um, silver medals from the Sydney Fine Food Awards. Um, last year we were a finalist in the Coles and um, Weekly Times Farmer of the Year Awards in the innovation category. Wow. Um, we're currently a nominee in the Syngenta Growth Awards, again in the, nomina in the innovation category. So it's about, for me, those highlights are about putting a new product out there and being relatively new farmers to the industry, mm. I suppose, being that something different if there's other people looking to try and do something and think we're too small you know you've got to be you've got to be born into a farm well that's not it is hard to get into farming but it isn't impossible so yeah. i hope we can be that reason people try something different yeah. um but yeah it's been i think one of the biggest highlights for me has been the genuine support we've had from people yeah. so Chefs we've picked up at early in the early in the piece, like top end chefs, Brendan Pratt, Melissa Palenkas, those kind of people who have been chefs of the year in WA, still supporting us today. Wow. So I think it was last weekend or the weekend before. Um, I got a text late Friday night or late Saturday night from Melissa and it was, Oh hey, I'm gonna be on sunrise in the morning and I'm gonna use your oil. And I was <laughs> like, What? Wow. Yeah, so that was pretty amazing. And yeah, so she was on there as part of the Shore Leave campaign. Mm. Um and, yeah, our product was the one product she picked up and was like, mm. I love this stuff. So That's that amazing. kind of stuff, like, you know, 
just completely out of the blue, really love our product and really support it. Because it's well. genuine. You're not paying for it. I'm it's not someone paying, who no, genuinely absolutely. loves the product she, and just wants to share it with everyone. If she hadn't texted me, I don't watch Sunrise <laughs> normally. So I would have missed the whole thing. So yeah, yeah it was pretty amazing. Far out. That's amazing. Yeah. All right. Um, gosh, I did have a question now. I've forgotten now. We're having a good time here. Um, all right. Let's take a, a step back. This week, uh, in the time that we're recording, uh, it is uh, two years since Cyclone Saroja, of course, swept uh, right through the Midwest. Um, absolute devastation, of course. Uh, people still recovering, people still rebuilding. What kind of effect did it have on you and the business as a whole? Yep, so we didn't sustain any physical damage to the business, mm. um, but I suppose to our, our entire business, which includes our farm business, um, only just last month had our sheds being repaired. Wow. It's just taken forever to get builders. Um, everyone's been in the same boat. Trades have been light on. Supplies have been light on. I think it was probably more the mental toll. It's just of watch of sitting there every day and the sheds have mm. still got walls missing and the tin is still flapping and the cleanup, you know, isn't complete because other things have had to take priority. So I think that that has been the mental toll, I think, now. Mm. Um, I think most people would be getting close to having insurance stuff sorted out. Um, yeah, wouldn't be far off anyway. But there is still a lot of people that are, haven't quite ticked that box. And mm. it is just, yeah, it's just look. it was looking, for us, it was looking at that shed with the wall missing. Every time it rained, things got wet. It was just that mental toll. But um, I feel like that fog is starting to lift now. The sheds are complete and we can start putting things back in them and um, get ready for the next season. So, yeah, yeah back into back into seeding this this yeah. this week. Well, not this week, but, yeah, in the next couple of weeks, hopefully, if it rains. Yeah. Oh, that's really good to hear that. You know, you are seeing that progress and being able to look forward um, because it's something that we just have to do. Like, whether it's us ourselves or someone else picking us up, like, we, we do. Um, we just got to keep moving forward. And, I mean, with um, Block 275, or the, the, the cold-pressed canola or the way that it tastes, I mean, the recognition that you're getting, uh, I mean, it's got to be such a booster. Um, for you and, and everyone else, like, we got to keep going. This is a product that we're passionate about and, and, and that people are loving. They want to get more of. Yep, 100%. Um, we we probably went off the boil a little bit last year with events, um, probably partially with COVID and yeah. things like that. It was a bit hard to commit to things and not know would they be cancelled or would I get sick and then not attend, whereas this year we've taken a bit more of an approach of getting back into it. So we'll look at doing some of the bigger events during the year. We'll definitely be at shore leave at the end of the month. Mm -hmm. um, so I'd invite everyone to come down and, yeah. and see all the local producers there. Um, but, yeah, it's it's been a great journey. I'm really enjoying it and the support's been amazing. Great. I did remember what my question was before. You mentioned a couple of times innovations in farming. So nitty-gritty of it all. What exactly does that mean? What what kind of innovations are we talking about? I think for us and the reason we've been um, nominated in these type of awards is because we are such small farmers. Mm. And so we've gone, our business effectively is um, our farm, our contracting business, and then the oil. So doing a value-add paddock-to-plate product is quite unusual. I think a lot of, I've certainly had a lot of farmers come through the markets over the years mm. that wanted to taste the canola, the cold-pressed canola oil because they all grow the mm. seed. They've all, they all grow this and they take yeah. this to the bin. Um, but no one's actually taste, they don't taste it. So once as a farmer, as a broad acre farmer, we harvest our grain, we take it into CBH and it's pretty much a commodity. We don't see it again. We probably don't really think about it much after that. Um, whereas we're taking that product and taking it from the paddock to the to the press and the mm. filter and then to the packaging. So I can tell you that this this particular bottle here has got a batch number of six. So that's the most current batch. I can tell you that that product. So that was the seed that came out of our east paddock. It was the north part of the paddock. I know exactly where wow. the where the product came where the seed came from. 
So it is very much paddock to plate. We plant mm. the seed, we take it off, we press it, and it, we make it into oil. Yeah, and I suppose knowing the product as well as you do, I mean, it probably goes a long way to its quality as well. Yeah, for sure. We like we I buy seed in every year to to ensure it is GM free. Mm. Um, so we try and keep that real transparency and that um, traceability in there. Um, right back at the start when we started thinking about doing this, provenance was one of the key things that was our driver. So people wanting to know where their food came from. Mm. It's something that has been a shift in the last probably five or ten years. Um, people want to know where their foods come from. They want to support local farmers that are doing that. Um, and it was also became part of our branding. So, Todd, you can see our brand in front of you. Um, it's actually a, so we are 275 Cant Road. That's where the 275 comes from. Yeah. And the actual logo itself is a snippet. So if you were to get a aerial map, we have the Greenough River running through our property. Ah, so that is the exact track that the right. river takes through that section of our farm. So wow. it's a representation. So it's. It is very much about it's come from our farm. So our farm name is Bedoxgate, which is after Liam's farm in Scotland. And that's, yeah, so it, it comes right back to that mm. provenance and that that source. Wow, that's brilliant. All right. Uh, once again, chatting to Fiona from Block 275. Um, so cold-pressed canola oil, I mean, we've had it with the the, the, the bread, the dukkha there as well. Uh, what are some other really good ways to... Uh uh, so I've got a friend who makes says she makes amazing mayonnaise. I'm not a mayonnaise cook maker myself. It sounds a bit scary, but um, she makes it with duck eggs and reckons it's amazing. Um, I've got another friend that just swears by it for his um, shallow fried crumbed fish. Um, we eat it a lot like this. I've got yeah. boys, so you're hungry. <laughs> There's a stick of bread, boys, <laughs> tuck in. Um, roast potatoes. It makes really good roast potatoes. There's not a lot. It it doesn't. Yeah. Make good. And so the other thing it makes really good, and it's not priced for deep frying. Mm. Obviously, we mm. have enough on hand. <laughs> and my husband's from Scotland. He makes amazing hand-cut chips. So he parboils wow. them and then deep fries them in our oil. So, yeah, they're, they're pretty good. You can't... Can't go past them. Yeah. Uh, so uh, cold press canola oil, you can cook pretty much anything 100%. with it and uh, it'll taste absolutely amazing. Uh, well, uh, Fiona, where can people, uh, A, find your products out in the wild? Yep, so Jelton's been really um, really well supported. Um, so the Richter's, three Richter's stores stock us. So Richter's, um, Wanthala and Queen's. So Queen's has all three sizes. That's these three sizes. Um, the Hamper company has the smaller sizes. Um, uh, Dongra's got it. Um, Winyanooka's got it. Uh, Moral Wars got it. There's a few in the Midwest. My stockists are on my website, mm. um, and I've also got stockists further afield, so the Great Southern, Southwest, the Wheat Belt, um, and Perth Metro. So wow. there's quite a few stockists. We're trying to build those up. Mm. Um, yeah, so we're getting around the place. Yeah, and um, if people can't find it, can they order it online? 100%, yeah? yep. I don't send this one, the one-litre squealer. It's just right. I don't... I don't trust the the post. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. It's kind of like yeah, people listening. It's kind of like a jug. Yeah, so yeah. it's a yeah, it's like a beer squealer. Um, yeah, so online, I do definitely send online, and I also sell um, Robbie's Dukkha as a pack as well oh, online. Yeah. But yep, you can. There's not too many places. I've sent it. I've managed to send some to Scotland, and I didn't break. So oh, that was pretty impressive. Nice, far yeah. out. All right, do yourself a favor because I've tasted it and I love it. Uh, cold pressed canola oil from Block Two Seventy Five. As Fiona mentioned, jump onto their website to find out where it's sold. Yeah, we are definitely be able to find it around Geraldton. It definitely stands out. It looks absolutely amazing. Just in the in the in the bottles, the containers it looks incredible, and it tastes incredible as well. Fiona. Thank you so much for your time. Wishing you all the best and especially with Shore Leave coming up. Thanks very much for having me, Todd.